for all my women out there, I just want you to know that you are a boss. Women have to be at the table for technology and innovation. And if not, we'll simply create our own. Don't feel like you shouldn't be a part of the tech space just because there aren't many women in the room. That's exactly why we need you to be there. Girl, don't forget to rep your set in these tech spaces, AKA rep your culture. You are the face of technology and the face of the future. Hey guys, welcome back to the Women in Tech podcast. If this is your first time listening to this podcast, welcome to a dope community of women where we talk about the latest news in the tech industry, the importance of inclusion and diversity within tech, um, and feature different like dope women in tech who are out here slaying, like quite literally slaying the tech industry. You might have heard about this podcast because every week, additional to the regular episodes like this one, there's a separate episode published where I specifically talk about opportunities for women in tech or business. So an example of an opportunity could be a business pitch competition for you to pitch your business idea or current startup to win thousands of dollars, or maybe a conference you should look into, an accelerator program to help prepare your startup or current business or idea. Um, So check out episode six of this podcast to learn more about a opportunity for $100,000 Um, a business pitch competition opportunity specifically for women of color who are founders or co-founders of a startup or business. Um, And just so you guys know, like the purpose of this podcast, honestly, is to share and discuss triumphs, challenges and successes and opportunities for women in tech. I just feel like it's important for women to have a space where we can express ourselves right freely um, and kind of debunk, defunk these perceptions of women in tech, right? And just show the world that we're here, um, we're doing our thing and we're doing a good job at it. So yeah, so this week, guys, the epi- the title of this podcast, so this is episode six, um, and the title of this podcast is Black Women Who Are Slaying the Tech Industry. And I am like, you guys, I am super excited about this week's episode and particularly the first woman I'm gonna talk about have you guys like ever listened to a story and when you heard it, you were, you were just so inspired and immediately wanted to show support to their company, like quite literally like throw dollars at their idea. Well, that's how I felt when I learned about Shamiria Moncrief. Shamiria Moncrief is a 24 year old African-American woman who is the founder of the nation's newest, get this guys, she, Shamiria is the founder of the nation's newest telecommunication startup called T6 Wireless. Yes, my friends, homegirl has literally started her own cell phone provider company. And get this, not only has she started this company, but the company actually has great plans and prices. They offer a variety of four different plans, all with unlimited data. And three of the plans offer a free subscription for a free subscription with Netflix for three and six months, um, which is pretty dope. And, um, They have a lot of coverage in the United States. There's some areas like some of like the super like rural areas where they don't have coverage according to their coverage map. Um, But they have coverage in the majority of the United States. So, of course, if you live in the major cities and the outskirts of those cities, like the suburban areas, um, you're definitely covered. Um, But yeah, guys, so Shamiria, she announced the launch of T6 Wireless in the mid of 2018 
in a matter of months, you guys received a $1.5 million investment and a $4.4 million acquisition offer, valuing the company today at $5.9 million. This is just so amazing to me, guys. Like as a black woman, as a millennial, as someone who attended an HBCU, um, you guys, Shamiria graduated from the Alabama State University, which is which is a historically black college in Alabama. She majored in business management and minored in computer science, and she also received a nano degree in advanced in advanced mathematical statistics. Like this is on a different level. Um, and if you, by the way, guys, if you don't know what a historically black college is, check out episode three of my podcast where I explain what an HBCU is. But guys, ex- especially as a millennial, you know, to hear Shamiria's story is just so impactful, right? Like we hear so many things about millennials and how we're lazy and always complaining and never work hard enough. But honestly, we are the boldest and the coldest out here killing the tech game. Um, like sis literally started her own cell phone co- provider company because her bill was too high with the pre- previous provider she was with. So she's, um, decided to start T6, um, and T6 wireless. And so that's just amazing and very inspirational. And on top of all that, she's 24 years old. She's also the founder and creative director of a branding agency. She started when she was 16 years old called 16 design studio in Montgomery, Alabama. Um, and 16 Design Studios specializes in digital brand identity and printed media. And she's grown this brand agency company, get this guys, to three different locations in Atlanta, Montgomery, and Miami. Like, think about it. So she's 24 years old, right? This is how I see her in my mind. Like she's 24 years old. She started this branding company when she was 16, just launched the newest and latest telecommunications company in the United States in the mid of 2018 last year. And this is just inspired I mean it's, it's just like in my mind I'm like okay what was she doing at nine like what was she doing at 14 what was she doing at 12 right um and how can I use some of those same strategies in my life and how can you as well um but guys I don't know this was just so inspiring and my mind is literally blown away at this woman's success and largely guys if I can be straight up and honest with you it's because this woman is a black woman and she looks like me and representation is just so important and how can anyone be what they cannot see you know like her story is so powerful when I heard about her story I felt like I was like the little girls that you see in the aisle of Target right like who are ooing and eyeing about the prettiest dolls they've seen in the aisle right like the toy that they really like and they really want to have and they want to take home and show all their friends that's how I felt when I read about Shamiria's story um and it was just so inspiring to me when when I look at her and I not only see her potential and I'm super proud of her but it's like oh wow like seeing Shamiria allows me to look in the mirror at myself and be like yo like you are the next big thing right like your companies your ideas you can be successful um regardless of the barriers um and the glass ceiling ceilings that are in um you know are and can be in the way as a black woman and as a woman and even as a millennial. Um, and it just helps me to focus on my dreams and goals um, in my own tech career and put them into reality, right? Because I can physically see someone, right? Shamiria, who looks like me, who has already accomplished so much. Um, and also guys, I'm going to post the links to her personal website and her companies below so you guys can check her out and all that. So the next black woman in tech we're going to talk about guys is Angie Jones. Angie is a senior developer advocate. 
Um, and she specializes in test automation. Angie is well known. Get this, guys. Angie Jones is well known for owning more than 25 patented inventions in the United States and China. Her inventions are in the areas of collaboration software, social networking, virtual worlds, smarter planet, and software development processes. So you guys, like, the patent process is very, very extensive. Like, you can, like, pay between, I mean, from 1500 to 2000 to even just thousands of dollars worth right for this for a patent application just to send it into the USPTO office and they can send it back to you saying that oh your specifications weren't clear enough or maybe your illustrations weren't clear whatever the problem is and you have to reapply um, and submit a completely different application just to get it approved like so for her to have 25 patent um, inventions is a very very big deal and maybe like in another episode guys not maybe but definitely we're going to talk about patents and kind of my own experience um with going through the patent application process i currently do not have any patents but that's something that's one of my goals this year for 2019 so we're definitely going to talk about that in a different episode um and so yeah so currently angie jones is a senior developer advocate and she specializes in test automation so for those of you who don't know test automation um, is a method that's used to test software. Um, so basically, it's a way that helps to control the performance of the tests, and then those tests are used to compare and predict outcomes and results within software. But Angie previously worked for Twitter as a senior software engineer in testing. Um, while at Twitter, she created native mobile automation frameworks from scratch for Twitter's iOS app using the Swift programming language. And she's also a certified Java programmer. So that's another thing, guys, that we're going to talk about in detail in another episode is what is Java? What is Swift? What is C Sharp? What are these different object-oriented programming languages? How can I use them? Where should I start? So like this, that'll be a really good episode for those of you who kind of want to learn and don't know anything about it. And I can share some of my experience and, and even share with you guys some resources and tools on how you can learn to code. And... Um, so yeah, and maybe, I don't know, maybe I'll do like a coding tutorial or YouTube channel, just kind of walking you guys through some step-by-step processes. If you're interested in that, let me know. Um, I have my email um, that's below in the bio section of this podcast, but I can say it for you guys. And let me know if you guys are interested in an episode um, where I talk about programming in different languages and how they're used and potentially a um, step-by-step video of how to program. So my email, guys, is ariana.waller at yahoo.com. So just let me know what you're interested in, if that's something that, yeah, you want me to do. So Angie, she's also an, an international public speaker who teaches workshops and gives conference talks on automation strategies. She's been featured in Ebony Magazine as one of the country's 30 youngest leaders under the age of 30. Um, women of, she's been featured in Women of Color Magazine as a technology rising star, Triangle Times as a mover and shaker in the IBM Corporation and Spectacular Magazine as the future of tech in the triangle. Angie also runs an online community for young women interested in technology where teenage girls and women learn to excel in tech as well as learn other key life lessons such as running a business and working as a team all within the realm of a game. So guys, the name of Angie's game is called Diva Chicks and basically it's like an online strategy 
dress up game. Um, it's a game that really focuses on like life lessons, such as learning how to build a team and working with the team, managing finances and succeeding in business and technology, which I think is really good, right? For young girls to not only just get exposed to tech, but get exposed to tech in a fun way that kind of already relates to what they do anyway, which is like playing with dolls, for example. Um, so this is definitely a game that you should share with like your young sister or daughter or friend, um, who is interested in telling a young girl, um, or anyone really about tech and, um, you know, get to learn some other key life skills in the midst of all of that. So the core of a game is like the, so the name of the game again is called Diva Chicks and the core of the game is, um, you can like dress up your doll and you can battle against other dolls. Um, and you can like make clothes, you can create a team, um, you can design your own clothing, open up your own shop. I mean, it's, it's a super dope game. I've already signed up um, an account with this game and I'll definitely be sharing this with other people who I know who are moms or like have younger sisters and siblings um, and they want to introduce um, their young child to tech. And this is just a fun way to totally do that. And again, the name of the game is called Diva Chicks. Um, and yeah, it's a super cool game and I'll post the link below for you guys. But so like, you guys, this bio of Angie is so important, right? Like personally for me as a software developer is super important, but even more so for women who are interested in coding, right? Um, because, you know, we don't, sometimes you may not know always like where to start or maybe you might be that black woman or young girl who thinks, oh, coding just isn't for me, Um you know, because they don't see someone who is a black female developer or a Latino, Latina, you know, female developer. Um, and you know how, like I said earlier, you know, how can you be what you cannot see? So it's just important for us to constantly hear stories like this about women like Angie. Um, I think the first time I ever saw an actual black female developer or heard of one was like my 10th grade year in high school. So I'm from Atlanta, went to high school at Westlake high school and the girl who I knew, like, she was, like, one of two girls in the entire high school who I knew who, who were actual developers. That's because I was part of the robotics club. And back then, like, I really wasn't interested in coding. I just thought robotics was cool and the people in there were cool. So I would always go to the meetings um, and I would, like, help build the actual robot. But I never really touched the code. Um, so shout out to Jasmine Bennett and Dorothy Dandridge, I think was her last name. But shout out to them because they were really inspiring. Um, and Jasmine, I think she ended up going on to Georgia tech and graduating and doing all this awesome stuff. And Dorothy was like holding, like this girl was like, matter of fact, she was, Dorothy was the only female, um, developer in my high school robotics club. She was the only one holding the holding it down. And I think if I'm not mistaken, her, and then there's this other guy in the, um, robotics club, they were like, the lead devs, I guess is what you can say, but Dorothy was very inspiring to me and it was cool to see her, right? Like another woman interested in tech in general, um, even back then when I didn't know as much. So shout out to them, little quick little plug in for them. Um, so right guys, so like, it's just important for us to hear and listen to these stories of black women, right? That, you know, that unfortunately we don't get to see this representation in school and in history books. Um, so, yeah, it's just important that we continue to share our history and show the world that, you know, we're here and that, um, you know, we are more than just what the industry, sh the media industry um, shares and tells about us and who black women are and what we're involved in that, you know, we are here and we're dominating and thriving in tech. Um, plus, guys, like I actually learned how to code with like an actual um, 
program like object oriented program like language only two years ago in the summer of 2017 I did this coding boot camp I talk about it in episode three of my podcast where I kind of share about my story but basically I did this coding boot camp for 12 weeks and it was a phenomenal experience like quick little um tip you guys like if you are someone who's already say you're I don't know maybe you're a painter maybe you're an engineer you've never touched code or maybe you are you know someone who works part-time at McDonald's or maybe you're you know you work at the bank industry whatever industry you're in if you're interested in really learning how to code um I would definitely totally suggest a coding boot camp um and there are different types of camps some cost thousands of dollars some cost may cost hundreds but that coding boot camp totally changed my life, um, and I learned a lot. That was my first time ever learning an object-oriented um, coding language, um, which was .NET C Sharp. So I'm a .NET developer, and it was just a phenomenal experience, right? Like to you know, it's quick. It's really fast-paced. You have to learn really quick because it's 12 weeks. So like every day you're learning something new, and every week is like a different topic. Um, but I definitely say for someone who just kind of wants to like test it out and figure out if this is what you know they want to do, or maybe you're someone who has this super dope idea, but you don't have you know seventy thousand dollars to hire a developer to build your mobile app or whatever it is, I think you should totally look into doing um, a coding bootcamp. And that's another episode that I'll definitely talk about, which is um, different resources and of coding bootcamps around the United States that you should be interested in, or maybe like I'll create like a guide. Um, and then post the link to the guide, um, uh, with like different, with like a list of different coding boot camps that you should totally, um, look into. So yeah, I'll do that in another episode, you guys. Um, but yeah, just know like, it's just, it's never too late, too late to learn how to code, right? Like, um, it's just important that as women, that we are in these spaces and, you know, not only are we just teaching ourselves, but we're teaching our girlfriends and we're teaching our daughters, you know, our besties, all these different people just, you know, to, ex- you know, expose ourselves. It's important to show people like that women are in the tech industry and that we are just doing phenomenal. Like I remember, oh, you guys, I was in an Uber one day. And so this guy, I was Ubering to one of my classes and the guy was like, oh, what do you do? Um, this was back when I was in college and when I went to college and he was Ubering me to one of my classes and he was like, oh, what's your major? And I was like, oh, you know, electrical engineering. He was like, oh, wow. Um, you know, that's that's interesting because usually most women, most women's brains don't think like that to be an engineer. And I was like, have have someone ever like said something so ignorant to you that you were just so shocked and you just like. It's, it's kind of like you blank out, not in a blank out where like you blank out and you go off on the person, but like you blank out as in like, I, like in shock, like you just couldn't believe the words that just came out of their mouth. And that's kind of like what happened to me. And I was just so, it was just a firm reminder of like, okay, this is so much bigger than me. This is really a statement. This is really a movement. This is really about the future. This is for future young girls, black and brown girls, right? Like who need to see, um, a woman who looks like them with natural hair, maybe not natural hair, whatever hair you got on your head, killing it in the tech industry. I remember the first time I saw a black woman, her name was Karen Bryant. She works for Procter and Gamble. She's like, she's like high up. Like I can't even remember the name of her position. Um, but Karen Bryant, her name, she works for um, Procter and Gamble. And she came to Tuskegee university when I was at Tuskegee and she had on this, it was the, she had on this beautiful, like I, I this sounds crazy, but I remember like it was yesterday. It was my freshman year at Tuskegee 
and she had on this brown suit and she was so fly she came and she spoke she talked about tech and the tech industry and the importance of you know being in school and doing all these awesome things and I remember um she left the room and it was like a couple of girls a couple of us like went after her to like go talk to her whatever after she spoke and I remember just looking at her and being in so in like in awe because that was the first time I ever saw a black woman who was an engineer who was successful. I'm talking like you guys like she is high up. Google her. Her name is Karen Bryant and then do uh, Procter and Gamble. Actually, she just got married. Um, I think her new last name is like Tyson, but you can still Google her and you'll find so much stuff about her. And I remember when I saw her and it just it was so emotional for me because at the time I was majoring in. Yeah, I was an engineer. I was electrical engineering at Tuskegee. And um, yeah, I was just so inspired, right? And, you know, so that's the, when, you know, if you're a woman, you listen to this podcast and you're like, oh, I don't know this is for me. This sounds too technical. I don't know what any of these words that Ariana's talking about. Look, we will, sis, we will get you right. We will get you together. Um, it's, it, it's just, you know, I don't want people to get discouraged just because it's something that they don't know. You know, there are tons of things that you don't know and I don't know in tech, right? But it's never too late to learn. And I think the beauty of tech is that people are always learning. Although like when you meet people in the tech industry who are programmers and developers and designers and all this stuff, you know, people act like they know everything. But honestly, we don't because technology changes so much. Every month, every week, every year, there's a new programming language. There's a new software that's out. There's a new this, there's a new that, there's a new strategy. So you're kind of never behind. You're only behind when you don't do anything at all, right? So I just really want to encourage more women in tech um, and just show, you know, just share with you guys that, you know, this is something that you can do. It's something we must do for the future generation and for our own generation. Plus, y'all, we got to prove to people wrong and prove people that millennials are out here killing the game, that we're not just lazy and that we, you know, are in tech and creating podcasts and changing the world and all this awesome stuff. So, so yeah, guy. And also guys, um, I don't say this often, but make sure you guys subscribe to this podcast. If you've listened this far in this podcast and you haven't subscribed yet, that's trifling. You better subscribe <laughs> to this um, podcast. No, I'm kidding. That's not trifling. I shouldn't be calling my listeners trifling. But um, yeah, guys, make sure you subscribe to this podcast and share this podcast uh, with your friends and family members and people you think are interested in tech. And also, guys, you know, like this podcast just I mean, it's mainly focused like 95 percent on women. Right. Because I believe it's important for us to have our safe space. But men can listen to this podcast, too. Um any men who are allies for women um, in tech. I think I think even more so it's really important for men to listen to this podcast as well because it's like they need to know like that we are here um, so that way they can advocate for us and, you know, in the corporate offices and the, you know, the code crunches in the morning where you're the awkwardly the only woman of color or the only woman period <laughs> at a stand up meeting. Um, you know, so it's important for men to also listen to this podcast as well so they can get exposed and see what women are doing as well. Um, so yeah, guys, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. After you subscribe, guys, I just really want to say thank you for to for listening to this podcast. It takes a lot to do this. Um, it takes a lot of time, and a lot of practice and research, but this is just something I'm really passionate about. And I'm just excited that I have um, about 80, 80 of you weekly who are listening to this podcast very consistently. So just shout out to you guys. I really appreciate your support. Also, the next episode, episode seven, will be about a $100,000 opportunity for women of color. So if you are a woman of color 
um, is a business pitch opportunity that I'm going to talk about in the next episode. Um, so yeah, make sure you share, subscribe, um, tell me what you think about this podcast and yeah, I'll talk to you guys later.